The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests do not necessarily state or reflect those of the company and its management. Furthermore, the assumptions, views, opinions and insinuations made by the host and guests do not reflect those of the show, the management and the network. In addition, all copyrighted material is used without permission and will be removed with notification from the rightful owners or their agent. So there. You found the taxi stand hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Well, good morning, kids and kittens, from high atop the Radio TFI Executive Tower. I'm Ed Van S. You found the taxi stand hour here on Radio TFI. It is Sunday, December 17th, 2023. Joining me from... Uh, there you go. Oh, where is it? There he is. It's the 1961 Orange City, Iowa Tulip Festival Queen first runner-up. Bill Fancher. Good morning, Bill. How the hell are you today? You know damn right. And uh, for all the people out there, ditto. And uh, and also joining us are uh, the America's favorite curmudgeon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Good morning, John. How the heck are you today? Good morning. Good morning, sir. What's going on? You're going on, sir, because without you, this show is just a, uh, it's just a plane going down the runway with only one wheel. Really? Well, I, I do. Un- oh, but okay. I <laughs> do understand that. And no offense, I, Bill. I appreciate it and everything. <laughs> well, here, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Bill. It's two wheels, but one of them is a loose wheel. It's the problem is the loose nut behind the wheel. My lug nuts are loose. <laughs> Bill, we've told you. See the doctor well, about that. Tell them exactly what the problem is. <laughs> if if it's lasted more than four hours, well, you know I don't get that. I'm not going to go see my doctor if it lasts more than four hours. I'm oh, hell, no, I'm going to go see every woman I know. <laughs> I'm bragging to the world. I'm back. I'm a. Ha- I'm back. I'm a hammer. Where's the nail? I'm the hammer. I'm back. I'm an axle without a wheel. Come on now. <laughs> all right. That's, we've gotten all that out of our system, which which leaves us only only one thing to do. And it's, uh, John, as always, this is for you, buddy. This is for you. Well, that, that hurts. It's the Radio TFI Market Watch brought to you by Pete and Tony's uh, down by the highway. Uber closed the week at $61.86, up $0.16. Cents. Lyft closed the week at $15.55, up $2.34. Tesla closed the week at $2.53.50, up $18.05. Everybody had a good week. Even Truth Social closed the week at $17.59, up $0.42. Cents. 
This has been the Radio TFI Market Watch brought to you by Pete and Tony's down by the highway. Go go over, see Pete and Tony, and when you're there, try their newest menu item, the Trump Footlong Hot Dog. <laughs> it's only three inches. This has been the Radio <laughs> TFI Market Watch. <laughs> and uh, we'll see y'all back again here real soon. You get, you get some fried mushrooms with that? You, you get any number of things with that, sir. It's uh it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. So here we are. Uh, again, it's uh, December 17th. We're just uh, a couple more, two more weeks until all this blasted holiday nonsense is behind us. Uh, Tell me about it. Mm. Uh, but with, we'll get into the festive holiday stuff. We've got this week, next week. Festivus? Festivus. Festivus for the rest of us. It's uh, don't, don't, don't. Uh, uh, I can't personally wait for the feats of strength. That's uh, my favorite. <laughs> feats of strength. George, go upstairs and get the pole. But anyway, anyway uh, some notable faces in the news this week doing really stupid stuff. Uh, I've got to start. Bill, with one of your fabulous senators, and one of oh, our one of our favorites around here, uh, let's uh, let's hear what the uh, Rhodes Scholar, Harvard educated, uh, constitutional lawyer, Rafael Cruz, had to say when asked by a reporter about the Kate Cox situation. Which, by the way, uh, Kate Cox, this is the woman who who uh, had to flee Texas so she can get a life saving medical procedure. So here's this reporter uh, asking Ted Cruz. Senator, are you supportive of the Texas Supreme Court's ruling in the Kate Cox case that prevented her from getting an abortion after she learned her fetus was not viable? Just call her press off. I actually have for two days now, and I still haven't received an answer. Thank you. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. He will not well, answer the question. The problem Shocking. is she was calling the wrong number. Oh? Yeah, you need to dial the International Cancun. <laughs> oh, that's why. It's the Cancun <laughs> yeah, office. There you go. It's the Cancun office. Yes. Yeah, so uh, And by the way, the other gloriously stupid senator from this state, John Cornyn, when asked about it, said not my issue. I'm not a state senator. That's right. That's right. That was that was a wonderful way to you know sidestep the issue. And Boy, uh, what? I'd have punched him right in the face. We're, we're gonna we're gonna continue with this, but I want to read off a quote I found online this week, and uh, and I really don't know who to attribute to. I attribute it to. I wish I I wish I did, but anyway, it's a quote. So pregnant people can't cross state lines to get abortions. But guys like Kyle Rittenhouse can cross state lines to shoot them. And uh, I, I saw that, actually. And, yeah. and it's, you know, and now there was also, I didn't make a note of it. I meant to pull it off. But there are a number of women, I believe, in the state of Texas who have gotten tickets for driving pregnant women who are driving in the uh, carpool lane, the diamond lane. You have to have more than one passenger. And they're claiming, well, based on what Texas says, you it has a heartbeat. Right. It has a heartbeat. So I, there's a second person in the car with me. And uh, exactly. I think it's 
hilarious. Thank goodness for those women for taking that shot. Although some of them, I'm sure, were just trying to get to work on time. But, but, but you know, you, uh, you know, you take. You hey, take you can't it. have it both ways. No, you can't. But they're going to try. Oh, they'll try. They, and then the other issue is you can go to Canada and you can go to Mexico and get drugs. Right. What's the difference? Well, not all those drugs are actually what they... Well, now we know that that's true. Certainly. You can't trust the Canadians! Certainly not in Mexico. And uh... <laughs> You know, a Canadian-Mexican is the worst on the planet. Yeah. yeah. We, we, uh... Except for Shohei Otani! All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, <laughs> let's we're we're gonna we're gonna pull pull the train off on a siding here just for a moment, so I can explain what's going on because something tells me this outburst is going to occur at numerous points during the proceedings here, as you may or may not be aware, because this is when we want to talk about baseball. Uh, Shohei Otani has signed with the Los Angeles Dodgers. He signed a 10-year, $700 million contract. He's going to be paid $2 million a year until the end of the contract, and then he will take it all in one lump sum. Apparently, this has upset young Mr. Fancher in ways that uh, nobody could have possibly foreseen. Now, I can tell you this much. During the week, we spoke on the phone when he first expressed his displeasure at this, and my ear is still buzzing. Pre-show, uh, he has gone off and off and off. It's like a steam valve with with a never-ending supply of, of water and fire. Uh, we have gotten him to at least take the obscenities out of it, but he's still going to, <laughs> at, at, at certain moments, this is his thing. When he's upset now, apparently, he's going to yell, Bill? Shoot! There you go. <laughs> So that's just the explanation on that, and uh, it's I, like a turkey baster. Boop, thing just pops out. I I apologize in advance. I apologize. Or your sex life. I, <laughs> I apologize for everything that's happened previous to this point in the past ten minutes, and uh, pretty much as long as this show is on the air, I'm going to put out a blanket apology. I remember cards and letters go to the guy in the center square today. That's uh, <laughs> William Fancher, Nowheresville, Texas. <laughs> continuing on <laughs> so, how do i continue on how do i oh, yeah how do you follow that well here's how i follow this <laughs> here's how i follow this so i watched saturday night live last night kate mckinnon was the host and oh. she was always great when she was in the cast and unfortunately they did not take the opportunity to do one of her best cam characters last night rudy giuliani <laughs> <laughs> too soon I, I i don't know maybe because the judgment came out on friday oh, by the way if you're not aware uh the the women that giuliani still insists he has proof that they were passing cocaine and heroin or whatever they were doing they were counting votes or uh, uh a, a total of 148 million dollars the judgment was for now i don't think these women are going to see anything more they may they'll see a pittance of it they'll see a small percentage like a dollar or two yeah they, they, they may get 50 60 grand out of them but i i don't think it's going to be much more than that i think once they sell the apartment and and uh and all that look rudy's 80 years old or whatever he is he's he ain't going to be around much longer to begin with uh but yeah i mean good on him if you watched any of that first off 
he was found liable. This part of the trial had nothing to do with whether he did it or not. This was about how much. It's like the Trump trial in, in Manhattan. It's not about guilt or innocence. It's about how much you're going to pay. Uh, right up until after, he still holds. He has proof. He has evidence. Well, well, now would be a good time. Yeah. If you have Six it. years later, I, I mean, come on. Come on, he, big guy. It just cost you $148 million. He was apparently during the discovery phase, he told the judge, nah, I ain't going to give you nothing. I'm not going to give you my financials. I ain't going to give you nothing. So the judge said, well, watch fine. this. Watch. <laughs> Hold my beer. Hold my gavel. Hold my beer, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, found him guilty. And I, I don't think if you've got a, a pair of eyes, you you don't find him guilty in, in this. I mean, let's not question the uh, the GQP and all that. They Let's not get into that nonsense. But, uh, yeah, so he's, he's just vehemently denying. I mean, you went out and you massacred these two women. Yep. You massacred their lives. You you sick the dogs of the GOP on them, uh, and, and and you show so little remorse. Well, I'm sorry that it happened, but you know they did this, they did that. They didn't do it. They just didn't do it. I was watching a a, a story about this, and at one point, one of the people mentioned that in some states they're having difficulty getting election workers, poll workers, because yeah. they don't want to go through this. They're, I I understand that. Look, if I'm volunteering my time, and let's face it, for what they're getting paid, they're essentially volunteering their time and, and their efforts. But if I, you're going to accuse me of something, you know, just because your guy lost and none of you can accept it. And when I'm dictator on day one, if you're yeah. even, I don't even know why you're, how you stumbled upon the, if you're a Trump supporter listening to this show, uh, <laughs> we apologize that you were kidnapped and you're, t and you're yes. bound and gagged in a chair this right now. Punishment. This is your punishment. <laughs> I understand you're in a leaky basement somewhere with a good internet connection, but I, 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 I guess it does. It's never going to make sense. Except for the fact that you're a racist bastard. Uh, but what makes you think these people, when they take over, if they take over, heaven help us all if they take over. What makes you think your life's going to get any better? Look at the people he's turned on. Look at the people he's turned on. That oh, yeah. they did his bidding. Real, real nasty stuff bidding. Real high-level, high-crimes and misdemeanors kind of bidding. And what did they get? Nothing. Not a pardon. Thrown under the bus. Oh, and, and, and repeatedly driven over. So if you're out there, you know, doing your little thing, and by the way, all you folks on Social Security and living off a of 401k, you better, you better watch out because uh, uh, he gets a hold of it. Oh, by the way, do you remember back in 2020 when Trump said if Biden gets in, the stock market's going to crash? Yeah, I, I, I kind we we need to bring that issue back up too. Sure. Because you know everybody with their 401ks are going yeah. 
if you looked at the stock market report today, and I know John doesn't, but <laughs> exactly, I, I can tell you as the guy who prepares it, more weeks than not, those four will all lose money in the same week. I don't think we've had more than one or two weeks where they all made money in the same week. No, and they were kind of sizable amounts too. For, they weren't just little ten cents or whatever. Well, yeah, for the for you know, relatively speaking, on each one of them, they were decent little jumps. While the stock market had had a record week this year. Oh yes, it did. Yes, it did. I don't fully understand the stock market except that it's gambling without cocktails. <laughs> I mean, it really is. That's all it is. And seriously, that's all it is. Well, I got in a fight with a buddy of mine down here in Texas when he was talking about how the, the president has control over the economy and the stock market. Uh-huh. Sure he does. And I almost fell out of my chair. I said, the president has absolutely nothing to do with the stock market. And we fought for at least an hour over that. And I finally said, well, you know what? This is wasting my time. Well, it's not to say that what a president says or does doesn't influence the markets yeah it, just say it that. certainly does but the president can't pick up you know the phone you know that's the phone right next to the diet pepsi the diet yeah, coke the button. Bat phone <laughs> he can't pick up the phone and say make the markets do this now he can say things he can take certain actions which will influence but then again in the right place and the right timing with the right attention focused on me i could influence the stock market like when we announced that Radio TFI is going public. No, we're not. No, but so this is why we announced this on a Sunday so people don't get get panicked. People don't go out, start buying stock and, and selling off and driving their brokers nutty. And no, John, you can't buy shares right now. Why not? Oh, because they're not available. It was just a hoax. Just a hoax. Yeah. Was Bill Bill had his re retirement all set? Oh, gosh darn it! I'm on the inside too. It was a ginger mint. I I will tell you what we are more likely to go go down for insider trading than we are to make money off publicly traded radio TFI stocks. <laughs> uh, uh, but anyway, so oh, so, oh, I can't. I I just can't anymore. I can't with these people. I I tried to watch little snippets of uh trump's speech yesterday in in new hampshire where the hell was he speeching from uh concord i was gonna say concord new hampshire what the hell is he doing up in new hampshire he's campaigning yeah he's campaigning he's how's uh, that going apparently according to the republicans very well thank you very much yeah, did you see some of these interviews where they're talking to this one guy? And he says, "I'd vote for him if he gets convicted. I get, I yeah. vote for him with I Trump and nobody else." Well, then you have serious brain damage. And well, wounded warrior, wounded warriors project should get in touch with this guy. Again, there are a number of these people. Uh, I see Pretty interviews, much. and you just can't. There's, there's just no convincing them. Uh, you see, Jordan Klepper from The Daily Show will go to these Trump rallies, and he'll talk to these people. He's not trying to trap them. He will ask it them questions. It doesn't take much. It do you're right. It does not take much. You ask a couple of common sense questions, and next thing you know, they can't answer the questions because they realize they're, they're idiots. 
and uh, and they don't want to admit it, and they'll turn around and walk away, and well, you know, uh, hopefully, you know, the, the the key thing is here: we have less than a year before the next presidential election. If you're not registered to vote, please, please do so. And uh, you know, generally, we just want people to vote and be um, part of the process. But oh, speaking you of don't, you don't vote, you can't bitch. I was in a store this week and I got to chatting with a guy in line behind me and we and it became pretty evident pretty quickly uh, because he started saying things like, well, you know, these eggs would have cost less if this guy wasn't in office. And that's usually the point where I'm trying to shy away. And so we wound up walking out together and we didn't get into a big, big fight or anything. It was very friendly. And uh, and, and I and I said to him. And, oh no! And then he was very proud of it. He says, "He says, yeah, things are horrible." And I haven't, I haven't voted for president since Reagan. I'm like, and he had told, <laughs> he had told me how old he was, so I knew There's the last, <laughs> the last time he voted was Reagan's second term. And I just said to him, like I say in these situations, if you don't vote, you got nothing to say. You're not part of the process. You may love no, Trump, you are not. But you had nothing to do with voting him in or voting him out for that, for that matter. You got you got no right to complain. My parents told me that when I was younger. That's where that quote came from. Yeah, if you don't vote, you can't bitch. That's right. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> and uh, and I had a guy a couple of weeks ago in Home Depot. I don't know if I told this story or not. I did. He uh, he asked for a part, and I said the correct name of the part, as did the Home Depot employee. And his his big uh, he got he couldn't accept the fact, like uh, like somebody else couldn't accept the fact that that they didn't hear what they heard. Oh, we're gonna get to that too, Bill. Uh, are we? Yeah, we. So are. you're gonna try to show Otani me? Basically, but his his biggest <laughs> insult to me was, "What are you a Democrat? What does that got to do with knowing the name of a part?" Ay, caramba. And then I called him an and asshole. And by the way, yes, which makes me somewhat intelligent. Well, I, I, I you know, I, I want to be fair to all people, but as we've said, I came out as a Democrat a couple of years ago. I kicked that kicked that door wide open, and I kind of liked it when I was in the in hiding in the dark in the shadows. And you know, uh, I had to have an exorcism done to get the evil spirit out of my body. Yeah, well, it's still trying to suck it out in some cases, <laughs> but... Uh, still, and it's got a name, Shohei Otani. <laughs> yeah. There we go. We took care of Bill on that one. <laughs> took care of Bill on that one. By the way, if you'd like okay. to join the festivities here, it's uh, 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. I did that incorrectly. I did not do that, right? So we're going to try it again. If you'd like to join us here, the phone lines are open. 754-800-CHAT. 754 Two four two eight. I see we have a comment from. Uh, I don't know who this is. Who is Zoom? Hello, Zoom. Well, she joined. So there we go. Well, we're happy to have you here. Uh, you're on Twitter. Well, good, good on you. That's that's all we can say. Wait, wait, wait. I want somebody to call in and tell me why I'm wrong about Shohei Otani. I can tell you why you're wrong about Shohei Otani. No, 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 no. I want somebody to call in. You have an opinion on everything. Yes, it I doesn't do. matter what you have to say. It does not. We hear it. We're going to hear it regardless. That is correct. <laughs> that is that is correct. 
<laughs> and uh oh, John's about to Especially do something. somebody in California, Los Angeles, please. I mean, okay, this guy didn't even cross county lines when he signs with another. Well, one of the one of the things he was look, I I accept that because here he is, he's uh, he's new to the country, still relatively new to the country. He is comfortable now in Los Angeles. Why not stay there? It's not like the Dodgers are some Bush League small market team. Okay, you know. he's been in the country for over six years and he still can't freaking speak English. Uh, Bill? Just, uh -oh. Thank you, Barb. Uh, at least Tony Oliva tried. <laughs> Look, you've been in Didn't tech. work real well, but at least he tried. Look, English is not a prerequisite to, you know. It is if you're getting paid in English dollars. English dollars. <laughs> sure. We'll make a note. We'll pull that one off. American the money. American money. And that's M-U-R-I-C-A-N. American. And, and there, my friends, is exactly the point of uh, what I said about uh, the Republican coming out in him every once in a while. Yes. The evil is, get away from me. Security. Security. <laughs> Do we have to give her a check for making these appearances? Mm. I don't know. Oh, you could probably get nope. paid better than I do. It's a union thing. The union thing. And Go she, away. And she gets extra for the costume. Oh, no kidding. For wardrobe. She <laughs> provides her own wardrobe. Like, love the hat, Hi, Barb. Hi. Love the hat. Well, there and you the go. Claws, the man with the hair on his jaws. Mm. <laughs> Again, we have to beef up security at our uh, Texas location. Yeah. As you're yes, we do. As, as you're now the only studio in the Central Time Zone, there may be uh, there may be. You got to get a sharpshooter up here or something. There may be budget cuts. Pick her off when the door comes off. You had your chance many years ago, sir. Once again, yes, I did. You'd be getting Damn out it. of prison by now. Yes, I would. You're free man. Your time would have been served. Um, where were we? Oh, yeah, you're still upset about somebody coming to this country and making. If you, I mean, come on, this is, if you're going to come to America and you're going to you're going to get paid that kind of money, doesn't it behoove you to learn the language? Hey, he does speak some English. Yeah, where my chick. B, he can afford a translator. That's uh, where I yeah. was going for. Get the universal translator. Put it right in your friggin' throat. This is Star Trek, you know. Or Doctor Who. Who? Who? Uh, look, you had a fellow who came to this country, not speaking a word of English, with barely a penny in his pocket, and eventually became... Uh, not only a world champion in his uh, original sport, but the number one box office star in the world. Uh, he attained the highest political office he could attain. Don't, no, no, don't, no, let me finish. Let me finish. For those of you on the radio, Bill is about to explode, but I will not <laughs> let him. He, uh, he attained the highest elected office he could in this country, while still, all the while, not being able to properly pronounce the name of the state he lives in. California. California. It's Arnold. <laughs> but, but at least he could speak some English. You could understand him. 
So let me ask you this, Bill. If, let's say, you went to, oh, I don't know, the Philippines or China. China. I see you in China. Now, for whatever reason, you have some sort of talent. God knows what it could possibly be. But you have a talent that the Chinese are just gung-ho about. As well they should. And they are willing to pay you a gazillion dollars a year. A gazillion dollars a year. Just to be there in their country. Just to say the word Shohei Otani. And he's from Japan. Yes, they, I know that. But they just love the way you say Shohei Otani. And they're going to give you a gazillion dollars a year. Would you take the money if you couldn't speak Chinese? No. No? Oh, there. You're full of oh, shit. There. Oh, why does he have to do that? Why does he have to do that? I'm trying to do other things here. I'm trying to get set up. You are fined one credit for a violation of the verbal morality statute. I saw the snare trap. What am I? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a Republican. Not yet. Yeah, I saw the trap. I wasn't going to stick my foot in there. But the point being, you, uh, because if the Chinese paid me a gazillion dollars, I'd know there was a catch to it. What? That you have to speak Chinese? There would be a catch somewhere. So let's they're say trying to get the, they're trying to get those nuclear secrets out of my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because uh... <laughs> well, somebody left you with a new. It had to have been Trump that left you with a nuclear <laughs> secret. That's all I can say. Because the United States military is known for leaving their nuclear secrets with their X-ray techs. You damn right they yeah. were. I carry around the nuclear soccer ball. If that's what you believe, sir. Not the football. It's that's a, a soccer football. Ball. It's a football. <laughs> let's let's not uh, let's not kid ourselves. So so you feel you would, uh, you know what? You're. I'm just gonna say it. No, you know. Okay, I would do it too. But now I'm gonna prove you a point. Uh, as an X-ray tech here in Texas. Uh, and I was having to x-ray a lot of uh, Hispanic people, excuse me, rented lips, Spanish-speaking people. See? And so what did I do? I didn't just walk in and go, hey, y'all, I'm here to take your x-ray. No, I learned to say it in Spanish. Please say it in Spanish, please. Yo dame es dos reyes x. Bravo. Bravo. Respere, no respere. Yo te quiero. Come on, man. That's even better than Tony Oliva. That is good. Yo te quiero Taco Bell. Yo quiero Taco Bell. As I left. Yes, as I left. Yo quiero Taco Bell. Adios. I mean, you see, but nowadays, nowadays, all you got to do is have your cell phone up with your Google Translate app. True. And it's all covered. I I had to do that for passengers on, you know, a couple of dozen times over the last few years I was driving. I'll tell you. So the see, tr- there's your universal translator. I'll tell you the truth. I was sorry that I didn't use that earlier on in the situation here, in uh, in Ground Zero, uh, with the <laughs> with the knuckleheads upstairs, because uh, honestly, honestly, I feel like. Things would have been a little bit better here 
uh, because that was our major problem and continues to be our major problem is communication. Well, they want absolutely nothing to do with me now because heaven forbid I should want the party to end at five in the morning. Although I will say this, things have calmed down in the past year. They're not quite as uh, rambunctious. Not quite as rowdy. They're not having the the gangs of people over anymore. I guess you call yeah. the cops enough times. The cocaine has run out. Mm, yeah, and I guess the one time they called the police on me and it turned out uh, <laughs> it, it was completely unfounded, completely uncalled for, and the police figured out real quick, oh, you call the, you call the police on him because they changed where you have to park your illegal motor scooter? You know, she was accusing me of all sorts of things, and that was the crazy one. Uh, well, by the way, on a, as a side note, I've mentioned before in, in episodes past that she would sit outside my window with her scooter and hit the alarm like a thousand times and play, <laughs> play the music real fast. Well, now that her bike is dying, and you can hear it dying every time she starts it, uh, she doesn't do that anymore. Why? Because the bike is dying. So apparently she doesn't have to hit the alarm a thousand times. Uses up the battery. That's right. That's right. And, uh, you know, it's... No. Uh, it's uh, Stupid should hurt. It's stupid should hurt. And yes, yet, it's... You know, I like that. That's better yeah. than... <laughs> you, you can't teach stupid. Stupid should hurt. I like that, Johnny. I like that. We may put that on a t-shirt. We should put that. Yeah. Stupid should hurt. <laughs> And then put Paulie's face on. Stupid. Oh, Stupid <laughs> shit hurt. Join us. Who's Paulie? <laughs> Somebody we bowled with on Friday nights up in Minnesota. Oh. oh. We used to laugh at him for everything he did. He was just. <laughs> so you're just mean. Okay. Well, you could put it that way. So, so you, were yeah, like, you, could we twist, were... you could twist it that way if you want to. <laughs> so you're like the mean we, girls. We, Sorry, John. We were uh, we were both pissed off because he hit a three hundred game before either one of us did. Oh, exactly. Oh, petty jealousy comes springing out at the at the. No, 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 no. That's called communism. Oh, it's <laughs> communism that he did well before you. It makes him a communist. It's not. It's not enough for you to do well. You want to see your opponents get hurt. Yes. Okay. Like Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani. <laughs> and, of, and of course, what is he not going to do next year, Bill? He ain't got a pitch. That's right. That's right. He's not pitching. They should. They should get a discount for next year. Sure, they should get. He should only get three hundred and fifty million. Uh, I, I don't disagree. There should be some kind. Can of I just a... say that? Easy. I saw only. It. So the, only the and three hundred million in the same sense. Yeah, only. I know. Only. Oh, what a raggedy ass number. Well, <laughs> I mean, let's face it. Who can really survive on that kind of money? No kidding. When you got all them childrens running around, a million here, a million there. Next thing you know, you're talking about real money. Real money. But I got uh, upkeep on my mansion, baby. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I've I, I have come to the conclusion, came to this conclusion many, many years ago, that everybody has their number. Think about Oh no doubt. Think about 
all your wildest dreams. Good morning, Shaletta. Speaking of now, wildest dreams. I find dreams, that incredibly difficult to believe, but okay. That John's smile is everything? Yes. You know what I can't find, what I find hard to believe, that everybody was kung fu fighting. Everybody? <laughs> Come on now. Now think about, think about everything you could possibly want in the world, okay? And how much that would cost. Now multiply it by a hundred. That's all the money you would ever need. Anything above that, it's just excess. It's gravy. It's just gravy. At that point, you get away. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Radio TFI has become the exclusive distribution for extra money. Uh, you send your your extra right, money. Send it to us. We'll put it to good use. We will find a place for it. There is no question. And uh, you know. Uh, yeah, I could find a good place for it right now. Shaletta, plug your ears because it's going to get... You may not want to hear this. Might get, this might get ugly. <laughs> look, look, there are a lot of underprivileged strip clubs out there that need your help. <laughs> and I, I, I'm Mother Nature. I love to make it rain. <laughs> to make it rain. So, look, these girls are just trying to get by. and That's right. You know, what they, they come over from the convent every day, and they, they're, just, <laughs> they're just trying to... <laughs> oh, holy crap. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's the big one, honey. <laughs> How the hell? Uh, did I miss something? Was I focused on something else here? I'm going to say yes. How did we... No, Ed just kind of that one right in. Right in there. You weren't paying attention. It got hell? I put it right, right down the middle, just like Shohei Otani. Oh, God! But I mean, look, there, there, there was plenty of people out. Who's going to support all the uh, all the Lamborghini dealerships? Come on, man, they need your help. No kidding. They need your help. I mean, Jay Z can only buy so many. Exactly. So, you know. We've got to help where we can. <laughs> so send your excess billions here. Uh, yes, come on, we'll put it to good use. We, I, I dare you. We have been we have been certified and verified by each other to be able to spend your money in ways that will just help. The unfortunate, That's because we're fiduciaries. You watch your. We've told you about you that. <laughs> you are fined one credit for a violation of the verbal morality statute. We, uh, yes, and uh, you know that's what we're here for, kids and kittens. But it's it's all about you. If your if your name is Brittany and you know how to work a pole, yeah. <laughs> it's the truth, justice, and the American way. That's us, baby. That's us. We're here to help. Just, you just uh, no Bitcoin, though. No. no Bitcoin. Bitcoin don't count. Oh hell no. Oh no. That no, stuff's no, no. fake anyway. No, so. we can. That's tech bro stuff. There's a whole nother radio station for that. That's not us. We yes, uh, we're we're old yes. we're, we're old fashioned. We can help you with your with your good old American cash. So, so you just ghost. send it. We're also going to spend some of that money on ghost and figuring on security out for my <laughs> and security for Bill's studio because the door <laughs> opens on its own and uh, we 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 we're just not you know. But yes, we're going to go on ghost ghost trips. Uh, by the ghost way, <laughs> by the way, did you know that Broward County, Florida, my old home. Is it, the most haunted county in the United States? Well, there's that. There's that, but it is the number one uh, producer of luxury yachts in this country. 
possibly the well, world. Well, go figure. There's actually a whole the whole class of yachts called the Broward class. Now we need to keep yeah. them up and going, my good old pals down there in, in Fort Lauderdale. It's uh, and that's right up to this point. Everything I've said is true about that. But look, somebody's got to buy these ten million dollar yachts, and, that, and let me tell you, ten million doesn't get you get you what you think it does. It really doesn't. It's shocking. Tony could buy seventy of them. He could buy seventy of them. I don't know if you guys remember back. Uh, was it was it the nineties? They did the luxury tax. Uh well, there's no joke because. It didn't last long, did it? It, it didn't last long, <laughs> and it destroyed the uh, the industry in Lauderdale. I mean, it hurt. It hurt all those all those uh, boat yards, marinas. We got marinas you wouldn't believe, uh, and and they suddenly all out of work because nobody. Well, that was, was the joke down here for a while when the oil market went bad was uh what's the difference between uh texas oil all right bill we just lost your engine can still put a deposit down on the mercedes <laughs> we lost your audio there and oh you, damn you're in it. i have to tell that all over again would you slow down for a second i i think you're okay i think you've you've caught up now so try it again we're going to give you one more shot at it. We all kind of disappeared there for a minute. Yeah. That was okay. What end. was the difference between a Texas oilman and a pigeon? I don't know, Bill. What is the difference between a Texas the, oilman and a pigeon? Pigeon could still put a deposit down on a Mercedes. <laughs> oh, that's uh... <laughs> It was either that or crickets. You got lucky. That Leave one was the gun, closer. take the cannoli. Don't don't be smirched at. Yes, and we also plan to sponsor uh, screenings of The Godfather and Godfather Two for <laughs> for those goombas that need it. So that's it. So send your excess billions care of Ed, and uh, Ed'll take care of everything. Just and only and only, only billions. We don't want those chintzy millions or hundred thousands. It's look, got to be billions. Look, we. As long as we don't have to roll the coins ourselves, eh, you know. No. <laughs> yes, and we want that only in pennies. Please. Please, only in pennies. Unrolled. <laughs> I've actually been, years ago, when I worked for New York Telephone, I worked in the payphone repair. I found myself in Manhattan one day in the place where they brought all the kerns, all the coins. And and they did the sorting and the counting. And there was a pallet full of nickels. And I sat on these bags. It must have been about four or five feet high. Lots of bags. And they told me there was about $200,000 worth of nickels. Something nickels. Like, nickels. Coins take up a lot of space. Oh. As a, as a coin collector, I'd have gone nuts over that. Spent 10 years going through all those nickels, but I'll bet you there was some collectibles in there. Are you a coin collector, Bill? Yeah, I collect some coins here and there. And what's the what's the uh, proper name for what you do? Numistology. Thank you very much. You thought you'd get me with that one, did you? I really did. You, did. Huh? I did really you, huh, Ed? I... Did you, did you really? <laughs> I, I really. <laughs> 
really <laughs> really did so uh new says gets get it gets, um, 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 um. good on you <laughs> you score a point <laughs> oh so so yeah again um, will you go ahead john we got johnny's head spinning over there pretty much on that note, uh, if you want to get a hold of us here, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. That's the number if you'd like to uh, get a hold of us. And, and guess what? From what I understand, if you want to call from a payphone, you don't have to uh, no use one of those. No coins involved. Yep. No, you don't need one of those so filthy you things. That you, uh, you, know, you don't even have to reach into your pocket unless that's what you do to pass the time. Well, it only depends if it's worth reaching in your pocket. You get a Trump dog! I got a Trump dog. <laughs> I thought Bill was going to fall out of his seat. <laughs> I can't take credit for it. I only manipulated was it. it. Well, it was impressive, so I'll give you that. <laughs> Even at three inches. <laughs> I stumbled at three it. inches. <laughs> at three inches, can it even be referred to as a dog? Well, more of a pup, and uh, but then again, that's an Oscar Mayerine. You've got full-grown dogs that don't weigh more than three pounds, so you know. You... Well, I guess you got a point. It's a thing. It's a thing. As a <laughs> friend of mine used to say, it may be an inch, but it's an angry inch. Right. <laughs> I I I heard that for the first time like forty years ago. And I've been repeating it ever since. I still not exactly sure what it means, but everybody laughs when I say it. So I keep saying it because it makes it's people It's not laugh. the length, it's the girth. Oh, we're not gonna go there, Bill. <laughs> we're not gonna go there. I remember your pants were the biggest thing in Texas since or oh no, it's the biggest thing. And there thing was in- a re- and there was a reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just can't. I just I just can't. It's uh What's going on in your life, Bill? Oh, I'm celebrating the $53 a month increase in Social Security for next year. What? I'm going to go out and buy me one of them yachts. Put a down payment on it? Yeah, I'm going to put a down payment on that sum of of a gun. You're going to do buy a yacht on layaway. I live to be 9,085 years old. I was just going to say. <laughs> Fort Lauderdale. Become the next immortal. The next immortal right. there, maybe. But, uh, Fort Lauderdale has an annual boat show. The largest in water boat show. Certainly in the country. Possibly in the world. And uh, it's like a mile of luxury yachts. They put up temporary docks. It's It's a thing, man. It's like the biggest weekend. Of the year. Used to look forward to it every year. It was a money, money week. One year, and only one year, did I actually attend the show. And I got to walk around. Now you would see some of the boats and, you know, and they're also selling paraphernalia. And, and I was around long enough. I'm sorry, is there a gunfight happening? Martians are attacking. <laughs> Anyway, and you know, I remember when when it was two rowboats and a, and a life jacket. That was the boat show. Now it's spread out over five or six locations, and it's great and it's wonderful. 
but the one year that I was able to go into the show and look at actually go on some of the boats, whew, and this was a long time ago. This was this was uh, uh, 2002, 2003, and uh, even then, little rinky-dink boats, you know, four hundred thousand dollars. And uh, heaven forbid, I you- couldn't do that stuff because it's like, oh, let's go to the boat show. Why I can't afford a damn thing that's there? Well, actually, a lot of the people, especially on the weekend, uh, the boat show would run from Thursday to Monday. Especially on the weekend, people, well, A, it's the same reason you go to the car show. You can't afford any of it, but you want to see it go anyway. Go to see the girly girls. And there's that too. And then you <laughs> have the accessories. And, and there's some legit people buy, people do buy boats there, you know, because they're bringing the merchandise to you. Uh, not that there aren't. Uh, wow, that makes it so much more. Believe me, it's not like there's not showrooms all around Broward County. To buy a boat and believe me you can buy a boat anywhere in broward county yeah, not a bad thing but uh but it was just amazing to see the prices i had seen the boats for years i had seen the big yachts you know they dock these things and they're you know they get into town you know usually a couple days before the show begins so you got these you know and i've been on the smallest yacht i've been on on another job i had i was taking photographs of luxury yachts and luxury homes um uh, I used to take 360 degree images of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I've had a life before you two. Uh, don't you hold that yes, against we've me. Yes, heard, we've heard about it. Thank you. I haven't heard about this part. <laughs> so, I mean, the smallest boat I, I was on was 150 feet. So, look, that's just the assignments come that way. Yeah, seriously. Please. Seriously. And, uh, but even some of the smaller boats, you get these, you know, look, a hundred footer is not exactly something to sneeze at, but, uh, it's always interesting. It is where I was taking my cruises. You didn't I've been aboard some yachts. They weren't quite luxury. Oh no, no. You're... They, they were some yachts. <laughs> your, your, your cruises were a little bit, I'd say the cabins were not quite as spacious and, uh, well, they weren't quite as comfy as you would think. Let me ask you a question, Bill, uh, being an old salt, like you are. Did you sleep in an area where it was triple decked the bunks? No, no. I, they didn't do that aboard the, the the cruisers and stuff. That was usually just on the really teeny tiny ships that they did that with. But were you in a bunk type of situation, or? Yeah, they're they're always bunks. You have one or one or two above, but I mean the the threes have kind of gone by the wayside. So. That's like almost no room whatsoever. I mean, because they always put the little short bastard in the top bunk. Oh, well, and then you sit up and you're going to bang you. Oh, please. Uh, that's exactly. If you go to battle stations while you're in the, in the, in your rack, you better be careful. My brother Mike and I had had uh, bunk beds until we were, until I was about 17 or 18. Uh, because, the, and the room we were in, it made, it made more sense that bunk beds. It wasn't big mm-hmm. enough to put two beds. Now, how many concussions did you have to deal with? Well, I, I initially had the top bunk when we were small until I fell out. And then <laughs> and then I was placed firmly in the bottom bunk. And uh, when I got to be a teenager, there were times that I would sit up fast and, and kind of graze. 
raise the top bunk. Of course, my brother was an idiot, and he would come home, especially as we got to be teenagers, and I would tell him, don't jump up on the bed. And his big thing was oh, Jesus. to put like one foot on the ladder and jump and land on the bed. And I'm lying under there, and I can see the wood slide. Oh, it happened twice. Happened twice. <laughs> and, jeez, uh, I, 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 I mean... But I see right out that, of the three stooges. Yeah, my claustrophobia would not permit me. If I was in the Navy, I would have to have a separate room, a private room. Oh, 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 yeah, okay. <laughs> in other words, you got to be the friggin' Commodore or the captain, huh? They, they, ah, that's that my re, pre, pre, prerequisite. Look, whatever, <laughs> how, whatever they have to do to work that out, and make it happen. <laughs> yes, I will sign your silly papers, and I will ride on your boat. Oh no no I can't no I need I need a private bath and oh uh, yeah and a door that coming locks. Aboard <laughs> we're piping Admiral Vanessa board ship. Oh no I don't need any of that. I, I, the rank is nice, thank you very much. But no no just just the private room with a with a locking door. That's on my own bathroom. Oh, they could do that for you. That's called the brig. I was just gonna say that would be the brig. <laughs> I could never have seen myself in the Navy. Air Force, yes. Navy, no. Oh. Not, no. I thought about, I've thought about it over the years. If I was ever, uh, and, and I regret now not joining the service. Uh, when as I, well you should. I do. As, as I should have when nothing was going on and we weren't fighting nowhere. He's pointing at me for some reason. <laughs> Are you pointing at me or John? Well, I keep forgetting. I got. Yeah, you got to go the other direction. way. If I want to point at you, I got to point the other way. It's yeah. it's a thing. Uh, but look, it wasn't it wasn't to be for all of us. I've told the story how I didn't get drafted. Carol Ringwald. Well, hello, Carol Ringwald. Where where it's happened? Baby Yoda. It is Baby Yoda. That's, uh, now, if you bought a little rubberized version of that, would that be a Toyota? Come on, man. Good night. <laughs> Come on, man. You got to. Wow. It's, it's... Even Kiss didn't say that in their final concert in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, how about that, Kiss? They finally packed it in at 8,000 years old. I've seen four, four of their Retirement. farewell tours. Look, I was a huge <laughs> Kiss fan back in the 70s, and they were old then. Uh, no, no, not no, then. No, no, they weren't. Uh, I even remember, and I can still see the store display, when they put out individual solo albums. Well, that's kind of repeating myself. But they put out solo. <laughs> yeah, I know. I get it. I get it. Relative, relatively. I get it. Relatively, relative. <laughs> but, and they each album was basically, you know, their their face, their made-up faces on it. And I thought about buying all four of them, and I said, "What? They want full price, and uh, for each one." I, said, I actually well, bought. I actually bought three of the four because I wasn't real fond of Peter Chris's album. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I can't imagine what you know. I don't know that I've heard anything. Wasn't uh, Paul Stanley uh, "New York Groove"? Wasn't that on that solo album? No, that was Ace. Ace, that was Ace for you. Yeah, his his was actually the the largest selling of the albums huh. because huh. of New York Groove. Oh, well, for some reason I had uh, 
I had that in my head that it was. Uh... Anyway, you know, uh, speaking speaking of retirements here, <laughs> uh, something you want to tell us, John? Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of it. <laughs> but uh, hey, guess who else uh, stepped aside from the of all radio business? Danny Bonaduce. That's right. He sent out a tweet here saying, and just like that, I took my last call, did my last radio show. Thank you. Thank you to all of my listeners over the years. Another big thank you for the 60 years. That's right. I said 60 years in show business. Danny Bonnie, 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 on Twitter, he's known as the douche man. That doesn't so, surprise me. <laughs> that's going to happen. Danny Bonaduce. Yeah. Even in the best of families, it's. Uh... Now, you, you put a little Benadryl on that and it'll get better. <laughs> <laughs> As they say. So, oh. oh my God, dead air all of a sudden? What the well, hell now? Are you We're done? still trying to get over Ed's joke, so, you know. Oh, that was funny, God. and you know it. That was as funny as a submarine with screen hatches. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. We've slipped, oh, into there. We slipped into fourth grade. Uh-huh. Bill can't accept the fact that Ed said something not only funny but clever. Yeah, go roll your eyes until they're looking at the back of your, your butt. No, we haven't turned my butt on yet. No, we haven't. And we'll we'll get to that. Maybe for Christmas. <laughs> a, get a new butt for Christmas. Yay! <laughs> there's a better than good chance that that could happen. That we'll uh uh We'll get that taken care of. As we swing ever closer to the top of the hour, I just want to make just a little reminder, kids and kittens, that now through the beginning uh, of spring training, we have baseball. Baseball every Saturday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, doubleheaders. This upcoming week, December 23rd, 2023, it's the California Angels. Not the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. It's the California Angels versus the New York Yankees from uh, June of 1961. That's two games, two actual, an actual doubleheader at 1 p.m. and 4 p.m. Join us. You'll hear the dulcet tones of young Mr. John Shannon introducing everything and, uh, and all manner of things. And that's going to bring us, we are dangerously close to the top of the hour. So close. As well we should be. You, you know, after 59 minutes and change, you'd think we'd be at the top of the hour. Uh, we ain't at the top of our game. Toyota. All right, that's going to do it for hour number one for the Taxi Stand Hour. Join us again for, uh, <laughs> for Just Killing Time in just a couple minutes. Enjoy what's coming up next. We'll see you in just a couple of minutes.
T-F-I. You found Just Killing Time with John and Ed. I'm going to take a bath. I'll alert the media. On Radio T-F-I. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. If you are watching live, the comment section is open. From a payphone, call collect. while I whip this out. Do you have a car? Are you unemployed and desperate? Do you have a library of bizarre podcasts that you want to share with captive strangers? Then have I got the job for you. Hi, I'm Roger. Hi, Roger. I'm on a call. Maybe you can shut up. And if you can stomach having your humanity denied for 12 straight hours a day, day after day, I want you to drive for Rajo Ride. We're a rideshare company that managed to convince hundreds of millions of strangers to blindly hop into the unmarked cars of other strangers all over the world for money. But we're not a taxi company, and I'm not a taxi driver. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to call you back. This guy's saying he's not a taxi driver. Wow, am I on cash cab? Is that what this is? Oh, you're in a game, all right. But it's a high-stakes game between wannabe technocrats and the government. And in this game, nobody wins. Huh. Driving for Rajo Ride gives you the opportunity to donate your vitality, your humanity, and your car to an unholy capitalist hive mind growing more out of control by the day. That hive mind harvests an energy of skilled laborers like their gooped up bodies in the matrix. Oh, if that sounds bleak and unsustainable, that's because it is. This business needs bodies to survive. You have one of those, so give it. Um. Don't worry, uh, we don't vet our drivers too much. Because we're a tech company, we get to skirt all those pesky regulations the government imposes on taxi companies. If you have any deep-seated anger management issues that manifest as road rage, no one has to find out. Do you have any deep-seated anger management issues that manifest as road rage? Come on, get out of the way, you snail Move it! So... You like driving? As a contractor for Roger Ride, you're not just an unwitting getaway driver for violent crimes. You're also in the hospitality business, and your income depends on it. We've implemented a nifty little social credit system, putting you at the mercy of anonymous pricks with disposable income. There's so much you can offer your guests in the short time you're together. Compelling conversation. If the earth isn't hollow, where are the worms going, right? Warm water that's been basting in your fetid pheromone for a month. Silence. And best of all, you're saving them a little cashola. 
Rajo Ride is committed to being an affordable alternative to luxury chauffeur services. I'm paying $45 to go like three miles. Good news. Rajo Ride is a luxury chauffeur service now. The days of subsidized rides are behind us. We've been operating on billions of dollars worth of losses for two crucial reasons. We needed to undercut real cabbies long enough to ruin their lives and force them into early retirement. Second, it's classic drug dealer marketing. We needed to get jerks like this guy hooked on our product. Hey. And now that he is, he'll keep on using, even though it's expensive and dangerous. How is this legal? Oh, we don't like to limit ourselves with uh, concepts like laws and morals. We've even developed software that can identify law enforcement. That way, we don't accidentally give a cop a ride in a city we're not allowed to operate in. We spend millions of dollars lobbying against laws we don't like. The ones we can't pay to change, we just ignore. The American gerontocracy can't understand, let alone regulate us. We're on the cutting edge of unchecked technological growth. So what do you say? Tap into the matrix with me. Give us your body, your mind, and the most expensive asset you own. Come drive for Rojo Ride. No narcs. I've been Roger, by the way. Hey, good morning, kids and kittens. We are back. It's tough to tell with that uh, card in front of us. There we are. We're back for just killing time. It's the second hour of our, uh, our our Sunday extravaganza here. I'm Ed. That's Bill in the middle, and John way over on the other side, wearing the limited edition collectors edition Radio TFI taxi stand. That should that should be under glass, John? John should be under glass. We get that, but we can't get well. Him no. <laughs> we can't get we can't get him to lie still long enough. That's uh so anyway, hey, I'm we're still, back still breathing for this hour. So. Not for lack of trying on our part. That, that's it. Uh we'd like to thank we all keep, the folks we keep our watches. We'd like to thank all the folks that have joined us in the past few minutes. Yeah. Uh and we're we're happy to have you. If you haven't been with us before, well, hold tight, take something Or you in for a boy, treat. Oh boy. Uh Bill, what's what's the secret word for today? Show hell, That's right. And when we're done here, you can go back to the first hour and find out what that's all about. Well, <laughs> if you've got also, if you've got billions of dollars, you send it right here. And once again, first oh, hour. Oh, by the way, at, at halftime, I found out what that static noise was. Oh, do tell. Barb's out grinding apples. <laughs> Look, what you kids do in your own time. I, hey, she's making apple butter. So there you go. Is that a good thing? If you ain't never had it, it is. Well, so you've had it and you're not a fan. No, actually, it's pretty damn good if you've never had it. So even if I've never had It'd it, be whether, worse. whether I've had it or not, it, it's it, a good thing. It'll send your blood sugars through the stinking roof, but Excellent. other than that. That's what I need. <laughs> that's what I need. And again, we're happy to have you all with us here. Uh, we're, uh, we're just making our way through. This is the portion of the show where we're just like the title says, we're just killing time. We find things to talk about. We manufacture things to talk about. Like right, unlike, yes, the we first, do. unlike the first hour, I'm which a is scripted down the middle totally scripted you wouldn't believe how scripted <laughs> that first hour is 
<laughs> I wouldn't believe it, and I do the scripting. <laughs> John, is there anything you'd like to say right now? Oh, how about uh, cue the band? Yeah, that's right. We got some birthdays for you here again this uh, week from the uh, 17th, which would be today, till the 23rd, which would be next Saturday. Uh, we start out with today where Pope Francis, yeah, the one and only Pope Francis, turns 87 years old. The Pope smokes dope. God gave him the grass. The Pope smokes dope. He likes his smoking mass. The Pope smokes dope. He's a goofy head. The Pope smokes dope. The Pope smokes dope. Sister Mary Catherine. Jesus. And and John, I need hey, you. I need you to look towards your microphone. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, also, uh, Eugene Levy turned 77 years old. Bill Pillman, Pullman, excuse me, Bill Pullman turned 70. And should we win the day, the 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday, but as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. Movie Independence Day. Just watched watched that movie yesterday. Um, Manny Pacquiao turns 45 years old today. Now, for those of us who weren't sure, who is that, please, John? That would be uh, a champion boxer. Uh, what we what what weight class was? He was, uh, a, he was a middleweight. He's a middleweight. Okay, that's right. From okay, the Philippines. Now, now we're moving on to the eighteen. <laughs> no, 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 time out! Time out! Time out! Time out! Also, my brother Jim's seventieth birthday. Well, well, happy birthday, Jim. Oh, Could you I, give a guy a little bit of warning before you do that? Hold on a second. <laughs> hold on a second, Bill. It's the play. Bill, <laughs> does your brother own a gym or is his name Jim? You said my brother's gym is 70. Did the gym, Terrence? Bill is refusing to answer the question. Let's proceed, Mr. Shannon. Joanne Thank Otani. you. Moving on, uh, moving on to uh, Monday the 18th, where none other than Keith Richards turns 80 years old. <laughs> I don't know that Keith Richards turns 80 more that his corpse is... Okay, now, and here's the thing. They're they're complaining about Biden being 80 years old, and here's Keith Richards at 80 out on stage. 
age. And Jagger's right up there too, 80, 81. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Well, when they did the song Start Me Up, that's what he, he has to do before a concert. <laughs> you pull the old drawstring and there that's you go. <laughs> Hey, Steven Spielberg uh, turned 77th on Monday. Boom. Two things. I just, I just watched that last movie last night. Uh, I was going to say, I, I just watched it myself. Mm-hmm. And I would say, if you've seen all the others, then see this. Yeah, I mean, it, it was. It, it's worth seeing if you've seen the others. If you've seen the others, if not, eh. you're you're lost if you've seen any of the others. Eh. And I want to say this for Steven Spielberg: it was a there was a lot of decision making going on here, a lot of coin flipping as to what do the Jaws theme, do Star Wars, do you know, do, you know, just. Uh... Anyway, moving on, Jen. Uh, also on uh, Monday, Brad Pitt turns 60 years old. Women are swooning okay. all over. And men are all swooning over the next two here. Katie Holmes turns 45. A member of the Forever 21 Club. And also, Billy Eilish turns 22 years old. And she was on Saturday Night Live last night. Oh, was she? She is. She's a very very talented singer songwriter. Uh, Just she she has hosted that show before. She's funny as well. She was in a skit last night with Kate McKinnon near the end of the show. It was hilarious. She she's all in. Okay. Oh, let's see. Jesus Christ. Come on, do it. Tuesday. Popeye's main squeeze, olive oil, turns 104 years old. Oh, Johnny's getting into the getting the cartoon characters and stuff in there, but I, I slipped that I, one. I there. know where that came from, so uh also uh magician Chris Angel turns fifty-six. Really? I oh, thought he was about He 90. made his sound effect disappear. What do you know? Ha <laughs> go figure. <laughs> thing to see here. Uh, Alyssa Milano turns 51. She did not. Here, here's and how... Jake... Uh, wait, 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 wait. We, we are not done with Alyssa Milano yet, sir. You just, you just... I bet she's done with you. <laughs> she we, may we be don't... done with me. I don't disagree. <laughs> uh, certainly We're a member of the Forever... Train. Certainly a member of the Forever 21 Club. I am embarrassed to say I I didn't buy it, but I remember her video Teen Steam. And uh You lie. You watch that just like you watch Barbie and everything else. Barbie, I admit to. Uh you anyway, shouldn't. Alyssa Milano is uh I'm done. Are you done? Yeah. Clean up on aisle like, three. I was going to say, just, <laughs> just going to say, you might want to clean up the keyboard a little bit there. Uh, my aim's not that good. 
Uh, also, Jake Gyllenhaal turns 43 years old. I can't quit you. Brokeback Mountain. <sighs> Hello, Mari. All right, moving on here now to Wednesday. Wednesday, where I don't know who the hell this is, but Dick Wolf. Dick Wolf. <laughs> Dick Wolf or Wolf Stick. I, I don't know which, but. Wolf Dick. <laughs> anyway, you... either way, seventy-seven years old. That's a, a side. That's a side dish at Pete and Tony's. Dick Wolf. Yeah. Dick Wolf is the executive producer of Law and Order, all the Law and Orders, all the Chicago Fires, and he personally kept me employed for a year and a half on on Law and Order, Criminal Intent, and FBI. So well, let me see. I've got a dollar over here. You can call somebody who gives a rat's ass. Dick Wolf is very big in, in the biz of show. Hmm. I would lo love to work for him. Yeah. Again. Would you say Wolf? Oh, never no, mind. No. A anyways, uh, also Wednesday, Jonah Hill turns 40. Oh, yay. All right, moving on to Thursday, December 21st, where Jane Fonda, or you could be Fonda Jane, turns 86 years old. Certainly oh, not. Wow, is that Jane Fonda? <laughs> Certainly not an anaconda. Is that a horror, that a horror movie? <laughs> Henry Fonda, Hen Henry Fonda, a Henry Fonda, Hen Henry Fonda. Oh, go ahead. Uh, also on Thursday, Samuel L. Jackson turns 75 years old. I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. How could you not? Yeah, so is there... By the way, I the so first is... first time I saw that movie, it was on TV, and they of course have the edited version. Uh huh. And the way it comes out of his mouth, the dub is, "I've had it with these Monday to Friday snakes on this Monday, Monday to Friday. Friday snakes." Like, because that makes perfect sense. Well, it, it the 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 letters fit in the mouth. Yeah, you know so. Uh, also Thursday, Ray Romano turns 66 years old. Yay. I just watched him on Bill Maher the other night. And Kiefer Sullivan, Sutherland. 57 years old. It's not Sullivan. It's Sutherland. As Sutherland. I said Sutherland. Okay. We'll be pulling the tape on that one, too. Yes. Yeah, throw the red flag. Who cares? Uh, I don't know who this is here uh, uh, on Friday the 22nd. Uh, Jordan Sparks is 34 years old. Jordan. It's, it's Jordan Sparks, and she won American Idol. I got another timeout. Hold on. Another timeout. Hold on. Go ahead. 30-second timeout. Go ahead. The 22nd is also my brother Steve's birthday. He'll be 68. My damn brother. Well, my well, parents were busy in March. Dad, that you know that. I, I, look, I understand who Jordan Sparks is. I just yeah. didn't know who Jordan Sparks Jordan was. Jordan Sparks. Well, you said yeah. jo Jordan. I know, because that's what it says on the script. Not Got the one I sent you. Day on the front part of it. Not the one I sent you. Well, anyway, moving on. Uh, 
Oh, that was just a peanut butter smudge. <laughs> uh, never mind. Anyways, uh, also, also on Friday, Megan Trainer turns thirty years old. Because you know I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass. And again, welcome to all those you know, who have joined us. Go ahead. I'm getting, you know, I'm, getting, for, I'm getting scurred. We have a real audience out there. Yeah, how about that? Oh, I know, right? I'm getting hey, scurred everybody. I'll, now. I'll <laughs> explain that. I'll explain this to you here uh, come uh, post-show. Let's finish the You bit. know, I'll tell you, for, for as much as I didn't uh, really care much or don't care much for what passes for modern music, I Ooh. actually like that tune. I actually did like that tune. a very good tone you would all right moving on to saturday here the 23rd where the senior citizen of soap operas susan lucci turns 77 years old as as regis filming used filming used to call her la lucci and she is certainly a charter member of the forever 21 club yeah, yeah okay I'll have, to, I'll have to give you that but okay uh, also, football coach Jim Harbaugh turns 60. Play it, Ed. Play it, Ed. Come on, come on, come on. Uh, I missed it. Well, I don't know what I missed, but. So there. That's been the story for quite some time. <laughs> I don't Walked know right into that one, Ed. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I really, truly don't. Then we'll All right. That. Last but not least here for Saturday, and for the whole week for that matter, the individual known as the Naked Cowboy, oh. who never really is naked, but he turns 53 years old, and speaking of being naked and shooting your load too quick there, I mean, oh. holy Christ. By, by the way, if you've never seen him, this is the gentleman that walks around uh, the Broadway district, uh, where you can get your picture taken with a with a really fuzzy Elmo and bad Spider-Man. He's the guy that walks around with the guitar, the cowboy hat, and his underdrawers on, even in the and, winter. Uh, and his now, boots. And his boots. Now, before we before we uh, dissipate from this here, uh, we have a couple of updates from last week's birthdays. The show we were trying to think of with Don Johnson was Nash Bridges. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ZZ Top member that died was Dusty Hill. There you go. Thank you. And and then there's this. Moving on. Right. December 14th. What is that now? Thursday? Something like that. Uh, yeah, something like that. Ferguson Jenkins, Chicago Cubs pitcher, 81 years no, old. No, 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 no. Fergie made, Fergie made hay with the Cubs, John. He said that. That's what I said. He said White Sox. He said Cubs. No, I didn't. Bill, is there anything you'd like to say at this point? Now, that was from last week when we uh, we celebrated the birthday of one Ferguson Jenkins. Who, who who did he play for, John? He played for the Cubs. The Boston Red Sox. Anything you'd like to say, Bill? Yeah. 
I made a mistake once and I corrected it. So was it really a mistake? All right. And with that. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. I'm surprised he didn't say Soshi Otani when uh, oh, he asked no. <laughs> I'd almost forgotten about that rat bastard. So there you go. That was your birthdays for this uh, come upcoming week. And by the way, hey, you know, if you, uh, if, uh, you have a birthday coming up or you, some family member or somebody important to you, hey, you know how to get a hold of me, uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, all the above. Yes. Or you can just call a timeout like I did. Or, yeah, it's because well, it's, the, it's the John Shannon show. So that's right. That's but, right. All right. That's going to conclude birthdays for this week. Just a reminder, kids and kittens, Saturdays we're, we're playing old-time classic baseball this week uh, coming up the 23rd. It's the California Angels versus them, their New York Yankees, and a twin bill. There's a real doubleheader that happened on the uh, 11th of June, 1961. Uh, bill was what you were you were just getting ready to collect Social Security in 1961. Bill is, uh, and uh, John wasn't even a glimmer in anybody's eye at that point. All right, well we'll just move on. <laughs> Yes, we would. John just helped you out there. That a boy, dog. John just refused to acknowledge any of that. Just uh, now, I, I'm left to shuffle my pages, and uh, I throw I throw him a softball, and he just watched it go over his head, did it without a care in the world, not a care in yeah, the world. Yeah, well, it was an obvious ball, so I figured. Wow, go with it. I, you know, I didn't expect you to swing at it, but. Uh, uh, Joe Bay, Joe Boy C, we see that you've joined. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. We, we, we saw you the first time, too, my friend, and we're glad you came back and did it again. And to everybody that's joined us, uh, we appreciate. Uh, I guess a bus broke down outside the station or something. Apparently. <laughs> but no matter where you're coming from, we, we appreciate you being here. It's uh, be that as it may. Yes, we do. Well, I guess it's time to move on to our next piece of business. Do I have to tell you to cue the orchestra again? It's time for John and Ed versus the Spread, your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin prognostication. Each week, John, I don't know what the heck I'm doing here, Shannon, Bill, huh? Fancher, Gerald, <laughs> the computer who wears tennis shoes, and I will choose professional football games and select winners using the point spread. At the end of the season, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Gilchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cup. Extra points can be earned by going for it with a two or three point conversion, if we have the nerve. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's... John and Ed versus the spread. Well, 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 well. If I can get the proper uh, stuff up here. There we go. Well, 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 well. It is uh, here we are. We're 14 weeks past the season. We're into week 15. I mean, who, who, where did this season go? It seemed like we were just sweating our noogies off uh, waiting for uh, 
Waiting for the start of the season, and here we are. It's December. It's the end of December. And, uh, well, we had some games yesterday. But let's take a look at last week, and then we'll get into... So last week, uh, John and Gerald both had good weeks. They picked up two points each. Uh, Bill and I, not so much. Uh, Bill only picked up one point with his uh, New Orleans Saints. Uh, he went with his Houston Texans. <laughs> I love you. I I would I was shocked by the Dolphins, just positively shocked by how that game went. And uh, so there were games yesterday too. Also, uh, we have to mention this little bit of John picked up an additional three points. Yeah, he did by uh, by placing a side bet with me that, quite frankly, I didn't have to take, but I did. And uh, because I felt confident in the Dolphins being 13-point favorites. How about now? Oh, I'm not feeling so confident at all right now. <laughs> oh, no. Not only did my team lose the game that they should have won and were coming back from and winning, but I also, not only, it's a six-point swing. He gained the three points that I lost. So let's oh. look at the current scores see what you did you rat monkey this is as of last this is as of last night john is now tied (laughs) with bill for first place gerald is in third place and i have sunk to the bottom i have sunk to the bottom i'm in the cellar well well that's why you're the anchor man (sighs) well (laughs) Let's take a look at this week, and uh, we'll start with the lovely and talented John Shannon. Go ahead, John. Talk to us about your picks. Well, well, of course. Now, now, by the way, in points, did you say after last night? This include- so you're counting that counting this game, counting last night's game. Okay. Okay. So I I decided I would pick the uh, uh, Vikings versus uh, Cincinnati game from last night. Um, yeah, the but Vikings, the problem was he picked it this morning. <laughs> uh, you didn't need to know that. No, because I picked that that game because I knew the Vikings do what the Vikings do each and every week. They choke the game up in the la- in the last few seconds of the damn game, and that's exactly what they did. Uh, and I got that point. Jeez, uh, I couldn't believe it. But yeah, but I picked the uh, I picked the Bengals on that one, uh, minus three. So, but anyways, uh, for today's games, I've got the I've got those Dolphins. I'm back up. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna kill that sound man. I swear <laughs> to God. Uh I got those dolphins uh, again here. This time they're nine and a half point favorites <laughs> over the over the Jets. This time, this time I have a feeling that uh, yeah, it may happen. I could possibly have went for two on that. Wow! But um, <laughs> even I wouldn't do that. I would have been a nineteen point. <laughs> 18 yeah 19 point game wouldn't it yeah yeah it would have. i wouldn't have doubted it i wouldn't have doubted it 
Okay. And I also picked uh, the Chiefs. Uh, they're an eight. They're, they're an eight-point favorite against uh, the Pat Riots. So uh, I went ahead and went with that. All right. Uh, I, I tried to get away with only three points, apparently, but uh, but no. it's an eight-point game. So I I picked the. Uh, I picked the Chiefs. Uh, by, by the way, the Patriots eight points. Patriots and the Panthers are eliminated from playoff contention. They're mathematically eliminated. By the way, wow. also San Francisco has secured a uh, playoff spot. We will be counting our playoff picks at the end of the regular season. We'll start picking up points here and there as, as teams cool. clinch a, a spot in the playoffs. Moving on, young Mr. Fancher, let's hear what you have to say. Speaking of Carolina. Okay. First, I have two things to say ahead of time. Okay. Houston and Pittsburgh can bite my shiny metal buttocks. I hope Houston and Pittsburgh do not make the playoffs and play each other because I will friggin' explode. Oh, I want that I so bad. I hate both of you teams. I hope you both burn in hell covered by crap and anything else I want, nasty. I want that so bad. I want them to play in every and, round. And secondly, you can't score a single point against the Vikings and you put up 63 against the Chargers. Now, what the hell is that? <laughs> Googly boogly. <laughs> that was the craziest damn thing. It was like one o'clock in the morning. I go, oh, I didn't check the score of that game. And I put it on and it'll alert. Alert, score alert, score alert. Great. Googly moogly. Moving so, on. So, with that being said, <laughs> I'm taking Atlanta minus three over Carolina because they're now mathematically eliminated. So, let's just throw them under the bus again. <laughs> Baltimore, Jacksonville. This one, I, I God, I really kind of, I hemmed and hawed and wringed my hands. Wrung your hands. Oh, that kind of stuff. I thought about Johnny, and then I had to go take a dump. And uh, and then Gerald came and got me out of there. So okay, I'm taking Baltimore minus three and a half over Jacksonville. I, I just, I'm not so sure on that one. Mm. Uh Cleveland, Chicago. Well, let's see. Chicago has screwed Ed and myself every time we have picked against them. <laughs> why <would laughs> so this, why not? Yeah, why so would this why be not, different? Why not do it again? <laughs> Cleveland minus minus three and a half against the Bears. The Bears. All right. Let's let's take a look at my picks. Well, of course, my uh, standard pick for the year is I'm taking my Dolphins. <laughs> They are nine and a half point favorites over the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. I got to say, after last week, I mean, I hope they've, uh, last week was an abomination. It, it, it really was. Yes, it was. It was. It was a horror show to watch. And they came back and they were ahead. They were up by two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. You, you had your point spread covered. Oh, I was like, I'm living the dream. I had 13 points. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to put it in these guys' faces. And not so much. Anyway, uh, my next pick is that same Baltimore-Jacksonville game. I actually, I like Jacksonville in this one. 
They're the home team. They've been playing well. I'm going to take the three and a half points and hope and pray for the best. Uh, that's which is really all I can do at this point. Uh, San Francisco plays their division opponent, Arizona. Oh, dear Lord. In the desert. Arizona is a 12-point dog. Well, it worked last week for me with the, uh, with the Seahawks. I'm trying it again. I'm taking 12 points. I'm taking the Cardinals. They don't have to beat the Niners. Niners, just play. Just cover. Just cover. That's all we want. And now the picks that everybody oh, waits for. Good morning, gentlemen. Well, here we are. It's week 15, and we are already a quarter of the way through this week's schedule. I thought, I, had a good week. As of last night, I am out of the cellar. Hey Ed. Don't forget to sweep up down there. <laughs> Mr. Shannon, outdid us all. Some lucky picks, and a shady bet, and there you are, almost the lead dog. By the way, Bill. How does Mr. Shannon's breath feel on the back of your neck? Now, on with the picks. My week 15 began last night. I took those Indianapolis Colts and gave up a point and a half. I hate to say it, but Bill is correct about those Steelers. Pittsburgh was crushed, 30 to 13. Which means a point for me. Yay. Moving on to today's picks. This looks like the game of the day. I too, am picking the Ravens and Jaguars, playing in the largest city in the United States. Jacksonville, Florida. Look it up. For the second time today, I find myself agreeing with Mr. Fancher. I just kicked my addiction to the J-E-T-S Jets Jets Jets. Now this. Fuck me. Anyway, like Bill, I like the Ravens, minus three and a half points. The last pick of the day. I need to break this Fancher habit. I have to get this Texan off my back. The only way out is to pick the Texans, from Houston. I'm giving the hometown Tennessee tuxedos 4 points. Here goes nothing. Finally. Life is a sexually transmitted, terminal disease. Enjoy the games. Life is, a, life is a sexually transmitted terminal disease. Stop and think about it. All right, let's Pretty recap this week. Uh, John John already picked up a big point last night when his uh, Minnesota Twins fell to the Cincinnati uh, Reds, 27-24. John's going with my Dolphins, uh, giving up 9.5 points against the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. Also, he's taking his Kansas City Great Googly Mowgli's over the see you later, be back next year, New England Patriots. We don't know if Bill Belichick's going to be here or not. 
Uh, he's he's given up eight points. Bill, Bill goes, uh, he's taken Atlanta, given three points, given up three points to the also elim mathematically eliminated Carolina Panthers. Uh, he likes Baltimore, given up three and a half against Jacksonville and is going with the Cleveland Browns, given up again, three and a half points against the Bears. I am, uh, of course, going with my Dolphins. Uh, nine and a half point favorites over the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. On that Baltimore-Jacksonville game, I'm going the opposite way. I'm taking Jacksonville, getting three and a half points. So Bill and I are going to go head-to-head -head on this one. This could get ugly. Finally, well, that, that game was a – you could have gone either way yeah, with that one. Yeah, so. And we did. Yes, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. I also – I'm taking San Francisco – not taking uh, – San Francisco visits the Cardinals – in Arizona, in Phoenix, in the desert, in the uh, whatever dome. Uh, Arizona's getting 12 points. It worked for me last week with the Niners. You're pushing your luck. <laughs> I am pushing it hard. I'm pushing it downhill mm. with no resistance. No but whammies, no whammies, <laughs> big bucks. <laughs> I'm taking the Cardinals, getting 12 points. Gerald, Gerald had a winner last night. He took them Colts, and uh, they just trounced on on uh, uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh scored 13 and you, points. And you know why? Because oh, I didn't pick the game. There you go. There you go. And that, that I turned on, uh, let me see, when I first turned on the game, it was 13 nothing Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh never scored again. <laughs> and they had opportunities. Mike Tomlin, look, everybody has a bad day. Tomlin's been at this a long time. He's a great coach, but even the great ones have a bad... He made some questionable decisions. They also had a couple of calls that could have gone differently. Touchdown calls. Be that as it may. So Gerald picked up a point with the Colts over the Steelers. On the big, big Baltimore-Jacksonville game, uh, Gerald finds himself cuddling up with Bill on this one. Uh, he's given up three and a half points to the Ravens as they uh, visit Jacksonville, the largest city or the biggest city in the United States. Look it up. That used to be Chesapeake, Virginia. It's not anymore. It's uh, it's uh, Jacksonville. Finally, uh, by trying to, well, as, as he tries to break the Bill Fancher curse, uh, <laughs> Gerald's going to take Houston, <laughs> getting four points as they visit their division rivals, the Tennessee Titans, who uh, who did a number on my Dolphins last week, and I shan't soon forget it. Well, that's going to do it. <laughs> it's going to do it for our football picks for this week. Uh, we appreciate you joining us. And look, there are plenty of places, plenty of apps and websites and casinos and all that where you can go bet real money on these games, and you have a variety of sources uh, to get your information from. But please, if, you, if you're going to use us as a source, John, what is it we say every week about that? It's not my money. I don't give a damn what you do with it. It's not my <clears throat> money. I don't give a damn what you do with that. That's going to do it for John and Ed versus the spread for this week. As Gerald likes to say, enjoy the games. Well, well, well. I, uh, I was in and out on the games yesterday uh, because somebody has to produce a show here. Uh, and I had to wait till after the Pittsburgh game to put everything together because Gerald did pit, pick the Pittsburgh game. Uh, but we got it all done and everything was, you know, as it is. But I tell you what, it was a weird... It, 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 oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of the Denver game. 
the Denver game, they had a couple of, uh, uh, at least one that should have been a touchdown. And How did that turn out anyway? I didn't bother to check the final score. Uh, Denver lost. Okay. Yeah, the uh, the Lions just started pounding on them. They just started pounding on them. And, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I turned it on. It. I think it was 28 to 7, 20, oh, 28 if, to 10 or something. If, if, oh, only, okay. if only it stayed that reasonable. <laughs> so, it was, so what you're saying is is that the uh, Lions were enjoying themselves a little bit of horse meat last night. A huh? little bit. A little bit. Uh, they, uh, they whooped up on them pretty good. Uh, uh, Sean McV- What's his name? Sean McVay, the coach of the Broncos. Took a tore a piece out of Russell Wilson's butt. I think Not Sean McVay. <laughs> well, what's his name? What's his name? Now you made me forget his name. <laughs> As I started laughing. I could, now I forgot his name. He used to coach the, the, Saints. the Saints. Yeah, I know exactly. I can see his face right now. <laughs> John Gimbel? I don't know. I, I honestly, I, I don't know. <laughs> But, Francis C. Coppola. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> that's the one. Anyway, the Broncos coach, uh, uh, he just, according to the announcers, they, they were kind of speculating that it might have been because on this particular play, uh, they could have taken a little bit more time to get everything set up, and Wilson just, you know, wound up, just ran the play real fast for nothing. And uh, it was... Uh, it was a lot of bad, bad decisions yesterday. And I got to tell you, I'm not happy about uh, three games on Saturday. Well, it's not that. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. I uh, I enjoy my football. I really do. Oh, but... oh, oh, no, wait a minute. Three games on Saturday. That's a lot. We have 16 games on Sunday. But I expect- oh, that's just fine. I expect it on Sunday. <laughs> I, expect- I don't know. It just, because then you've got, yeah, you've got the three games yesterday. Now you've got whatever, seven, eight games today. I'm not well, saying- you don't have to watch all three of them. I feel I do. I feel I am. Um- oh, okay. Well, then that's on you, boo. And by the way, that would be Sean Payton. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Is it gonna I think take Sean McVay, isn't Sean McVay the, the, the Rams coach? Uh, maybe not for much longer. Yeah, like you do have a point there, too. Not, uh, let's see. Let's Google is your friend. Google is yeah, your friend. Apparently. And, uh, but anyway. <laughs> and for all you people out there watching, professional radio hosts. That's Tom it. Tempt us at home. Yeah, that's the guy with the Rams. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I know they fired the uh the Chargers coach after that. Oh yeah, after giving up sixty-three to the Raiders and couldn't score a point the week before. You should have fired him. They yeah, should have fired Shoei Otani too. Yeah, but they didn't fire uh Sean Payton <laughs> after he got demolished by the Dolphins seventy oh, to That's true. That's true. <laughs> But that was the Dolphins, you know, the Raiders. That's some. They haven't scored sixty-three points in their franchise history. Uh, no, that was uh, <laughs> that was a record for the Raiders and all the cities they've been in. And you know what I found out? Speaking of of Oakland and Las Vegas, I didn't realize this. Uh, last month they approved the move of the A's to Vegas. 
I was wondering when it was going to come down. I kind of figured once the Raiders left, the the A's weren't going to be far behind. No, it's a, it's official. Major League Baseball they voted last month, and it was unanimous. Okay. Uh, their new stadium. Well, sure they want that Vegas money. They're well. Apparently, they're not getting it in Oakland. You know. You know what the Oakland fans nope. did to protest? They all showed up, which they don't do. They no, filled, that's true. They, they, they wouldn't the have moved if you'd have showed up during yeah. the season. Then again, you got to give them something to show up for, too. So, well, the other yeah. thing is, I've heard so many people say that that stadium is so horrible. Well, it was the last stadium before the Raiders left that was uh, doing double duty as mm-hmm. both football. And yeah, it's an older stadium. It's been there for, you know, for a good long time. But getting back to the A's, their new stadium in Vegas will open up for the 2028 season. They have a lease at the Oakland. Oh my god, where are they going to play? Hold on. In the meantime, I'm getting to that. Okay. They have a lease for next year at the Oakland Coliseum. And then you've got the 25, 26, 27 seasons. And they will probably be the nomad team. They haven't settled on. They're going to move back to Kansas City? They might be. Maybe even Philadelphia. <laughs> Perhaps even Philadelphia. Now, let's They're, really retrograde that team. Yeah, yeah. They, as per the article I read the other day, uh, they, they, they're taking some option. You know, they don't know yet. They may use the minor league park. They may play at the Giants ball. They're going to try to play at the Giants ballpark. For you know X amount of games. Look, that's been done before. There's precedent. Yankees yeah, and Mets. I mean, just, Yankees, Yankees and, Mets, and Mets did it back in the '70s when they were renovating Yankee Stadium. It took two years, but you know. Now it's up to whether the Giants want to let them do it. That's a whole nother, you know. I'd piss them off and not let them do it. It just might. You don't know what the relationship is between that's those it. two teams. They and just right across the bay. But then again, if I'm the Giants, I look at it this way. Well, hell, I'm about to get this market all to myself. Yes. Well, you kind of did it anyway. You kind of had it, but, you know, it's still the Kelly Green and and gold. According to SofaScore, Toronto Argonauts' latest match. Toronto Argonauts' previous match was against Montreal Alouettes. John, you know we can hear that, right? Where the hell did that come from? Are we doing CFL? And why are you looking up Canadian football? Are we doing CFL? Ah, last I checked, we weren't. No fair catches. Yeah, hey. Wow, that were impressive. I remember NBC back in the 70s was showing CFL football, and they had this animation. And I can distinctly remember it said no fair catch. You know, the little animation explained the differences. And when it came to the no fair catch, it showed the little cartoon football guy catching it in his mouth. Oh, okay. I, I don't know what, what the significance of that is because you can catch something and it not be a fair catch. But uh, that was also NBC that came up with Peter Puck when they started broadcasting the NHL back in the late 60s, early 70s. I loved Peter Puck. So that's neither here nor John, now now you've got me uh, all wound up here. Why are we looking up serious? That microphone works. Right. I know it. <laughs> All right. Anyways, no. Anyways, let me uh, let let me explain it. Please do. I was going to tr- I was going to try to uh, ex- or try to call you out on the only multi-purpose uh, stadium. Oh, you picked the wrong place to. 
I said until the Raiders left. Yeah, but yeah, what I was all what I you have to realize that the Toronto Blue Jays uh-huh. also shared a stadium with the Toronto Argonauts. Okay, yeah, mucho más years ago. Yeah, that but but then it looked like it looks like uh, now uh, the Argonauts are playing in BMO Field or something. Yeah, by the way, almost a, like a, almost everybody shared a stadium back in the day. The Giants played at Yankee Stadium. Well, the Jets played at Shea Stadium. The Bears played at uh, Wrigley Field. Vikings played at the Met. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every team. Uh, the Browns played at the old Cleveland Municipal Stadium. And how do I remember that? Because just after the baseball season had ended one year, they had just put down the fresh turf, and Marino destroyed his leg, his ankle, and was out for the year. And did you say yeah. the Bears played at Wrigley? They did play at Wrigley, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you, you pick your team, pick your city, and they shared a stadium. A candlestick. Heck, the Niners were as synonymous with candlestick as the Giants were. Well, no, that's true, too. You know, and the, the, the Raiders, you know, were there. You had the San Diego Chargers playing the, where the Padres played. No, that I don't think. Yeah, yeah I did. might want to yeah. double-check that one, nope, did they? don't need to. They played at Jack Murphy Stadium. I'm not, you know. Oh, yeah, look, okay, yeah, at Murphy Stadium. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, not, maybe not. So I think yeah, they that hurt. Ow! God, that hurt. What, to be wrong or that I was right? Yeah, uh, that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you have to learn to Well, you got to remember that the Chiefs and the Royals played at one stadium at one time. Did not. Uh-huh. Did not. Yeah, they did. No, they didn't. The Chiefs and the Royals played at Municipal Stadium from 19... 19- uh, 60, I want to say 1969 or 70, I forget, through when they opened up the uh, Truman Sports Complex with the Arrowhead oh, and Royal Stadium. You know what? I will I will give you a pass on that, mainly because you got the year correct. I was waiting for you to say 1967, 1968, yeah, because we the Royals didn't come in until 1969. <laughs> and you know who they signed that day? Shohei Otani. Yeah, they did, the rotten bastards! Ah, <laughs> oh, stupid shit hurt. I like that. Hey! Give yourself a credit. Who? Oh, I... No, you what? just said the S word. What? Shohei? No, uh, you said shit. I said, I said, stupid should hurt. Said it real fast, so my he, my ears don't hear that fast. Yeah, that's for God. That's how how painful is your stupid? I'll be in Texas. You go figure that out. You know, there's a reason for the Mason-Dixon line, and that's where we ought to put that's the wall. Dan, that's that's where the wall ought to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly! <laughs> straight up the Mississippi. Mason-Dixon line, straight up the Mississippi. But we want the Mississippi on our side of the wall. Damn it. <laughs> 
Okay, that. here's your little piece of trivia about the Mason-Dixon line. Okay. Why does Oklahoma have the little panhandle up there? Why does Oklahoma have the little panhandle up there? Mm-hmm. Why I don't does know. Oklahoma have that little bit of the panhandle? I don't know, Bill, because nobody wanted it. Was, it. it was because of the Mason-Dixon line. Is that a fact? They, they drew it so that that section, because apparently Texas didn't want that part of it or some goofy thing or another, but it was because of the Mason-Dixon line that Oklahoma got the panhandle. Ah. So there's your trivia for the day. Well, we'll certainly make a note of that. and uh, As well you should. I just, well. <laughs> I just thought the handle would have made it easier to pick it up and throw it out of the union. Well, throw Oklahoma out. Yeah, well, Florida has... Why does Texas not float off into the Gulf of Mexico? Oh, Because Oklahoma sucks. (laughs) Yeah, well... Wow, that's a Texas Texas joke. But I will will adapt it for New Jersey. Why doesn't New York City float off into the ocean? Because New Jersey sucks. I like that. You know what, Bill? You might stay with the show. There's a... Thank you. There's a good chance. We're in talks with Shohei Otani to take that spot, but. He does enough with his friggin' endorsements and everything else. What was the last time? Guy he- makes more. It makes more in one minute than I make in a whole stinking year. Maybe you need a better job. Or a better agent. Well, there's that too. There's that too. You know, look, there'll be uh There'll be meetings atop Nakatomi Plaza on Christmas Eve. <laughs> I'll be there. Hippie mutter fudger. Okay. Dialogue. So is that what the radio TFI Tower is going to be renamed? Yeah, like. Nakatomi Tower. Let me ask you this. Die Hard Christmas movie or no? Yes. That's my go-to no. Christmas movie. Oh, it's definitely a Christmas movie. That's my no way. Absolutely, it's a Christmas movie. No flipping way. It's set at Christmas. If not, if not for Christmas, they had to film in the wintertime. Why not throw in Christmas? It's part of the story. If Christmas isn't happening, uh, what's he don't go to Nakatomi Tower? He don't go to Nakatomi Tower. Mm -hmm. He doesn't get invited to the party and. Roy Rogers and all that good stuff. That's absolutely. As much as it pains me to do it, I have to agree with Bill. And John Wayne doesn't ride off into the sunset with Grace Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) It's a Christmas movie. And tell me, Hans Hans Gruber is not one of the greatest villains ever. Oh, yes, he was. He was. uh, I love the actor, too. And shame he's gone now, but... uh, Hans you know Gruber? who I think was a better was a better villain? Who that? And, and I can't think of his name, but it's the character that Gary Oldman played in Air Force One. Oh, oh, I won't. I that was yeah. Hmm. Get off my just plane! Oh, I <laughs> loved that. Loved that to death. But that wasn't a Christmas movie, so... No, 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 no. Well, no, uh-uh. No. Hey! Thank you, and all you people out there, God bless you for tuning in and dealing with us three knuckleheads. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that sound means that we are done here for the day. We've done as much damage as we can. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to head on out. 
You all take care of yourselves. You take care of your Christmas shopping and whatever else you got to do. For Bill Fancher, John Shannon, I am Ed Van S. See ya!